Life is full of questions. It's full of twists, turns, and complex issues to try to figure out. You need answers. Welcome to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Hit it. You'll hear us discuss the pitfalls and common investing mistakes we see people make and encourage you to think about solutions to some of the problems and question marks you might face in your own financial life. So let's get to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome into episode number 99 of the Financial Answer with Nathan and I. We are going to the Retirement Game Show, although we probably should have used this one, Nathan, for our 100th because we're going <laughs> to yeah. do a giveaway. We are, uh, yeah. On the 100th. Right. That would have been a uh, good idea. What are you doing? You're I don't, supposed to get this stuff in order. I don't know. Me. You're slacking. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. You, you, you picked the show this week, not me. <laughs> how you doing, buddy? Right. I'm doing great. Yeah. I'm doing really good. How about you? Pretty good, hanging in there. Good, do you, did good. you have? Do you have, or did you have, a favorite game show throughout uh, your life? Uh, I didn't really watch them that much. I I did enjoy the prices, right? You know, I mean oh, yeah. that was that was pretty fun. I um, can I can't think about it. You, you and I just chatted about that. I can no longer think about the prices right without thinking about Bob Barker fighting Adam Sandler. <laughs> I know, I know that was that was a hilarious movie. Yeah, so. in yeah, uh, was... in Happy Gilmore. Yeah, good stuff. <laughs> right. Of course, at the time we were taping that, we were just talking about that, making a joke that two celebrities fighting, and then we were like, well, they just watch the Oscars for that. <laughs> That's right. They. Can't you know, just, <laughs> wow. What a, what a goofy craziness. period we're in. It is Historians crazy. are going to look back and, you know, people used to say, oh, we're going to look back at the 80s and go, God, what were we thinking? All those annoying colors and, you know, bright, vivid things. And, you know, it's like, no, uh, this we yeah, this might, this might trumpet for, for dumbness, you know, maybe. Anyway, yes, let's have know. some fun it's this crazy. week, shall we? Yeah, sounds good. Okay. Sounds so what I want to do with this is, uh, of course, we have fun every week on the show. But yeah. many folks have a favorite game show, uh, whether you watched one, you know, uh, growing up, whether you had one that you watched with your parents or maybe a grandparent, whatever kind of bonding thing might be. And, of course, the 60s used, I think, are kind of the golden age of uh, game shows. But they've been around forever, and they continue on to this day. And there's many that endure, and there's many that have gone away. But I wanted to kind of look at this from the standpoint that if you you aren't careful, you could turn your retirement strategy, or lack thereof, into a game show. Hmm. Um, Yeah. And that's not necessarily a good thing, right? No, that's right. Let's let's start with the prices right, since you said it was kind of a favorite of yours. Uh, In the world of picking investments, I suppose, we, we place a lot of emphasis on when is the right, what is the right mm. price to get it at, right? right. Is yeah. it overvalued? Yeah. Is it undervalued? Yeah. You know, right. whatever. People what, do what's, that with stocks all the time. Yeah. What's your thoughts yeah. on that? Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's not the best plan. You know, I mean, I've, I've been talking about that for a long time. Stop picking, trying to pick that right price is impossible. No one can see the future. No one knows what's going to happen tomorrow with that. So if you're doing that with your retirement nest egg, that is a, that's scary. You know, I mean, you're playing games with it and that's, that's not good. You don't want to do that. You don't want to do that with your retirement plan. So, uh, and with your retirement nest egg. So yeah, I mean, if you want to go speculate with, you know, a very, very small percentage. I'm saying less than 5%. That's fine. Carve that out, right. Yeah, that's right. Carve that out. Do something with that. If you turn that, you know, five grand into 50 grand, awesome. If the five grand goes away, then so, you know, it's not going to hurt your plan. Okay. Uh, But don't do this with your retirement nest egg. A lot of times people end up uh, just trying to you know, find that golden egg that's out there. And I think a lot of people have been doing that with Bitcoin and just with Tesla, a lot of things. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, Tesla, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of things that can do that. Uh, people have a lot of gambling opportunities with that kind of stuff today. And 
uh, and it makes the brokerage firms wealthy, you know, so um, they're they're happy to push that. And I think if we keep that in mind, then you understand what the name of the game is. You know, if you if you can avoid that stuff and make disciplined, diversified decisions with your portfolio, it works better long term. Yep. And the name of the game is the price is right, you know, so get, you know, make sure that you're doing what's right for you, not necessarily just because you're trying to chase some magical right. thing or whatever. And yeah, if you're only really right. hearing from your person to say, hey, you should buy this or that, well, you probably have a broker versus an advisor. Uh, so, and again, nothing necessarily yeah, wrong with yeah. that. Just realize yeah. what it is that you have. Yeah, that's right. You know? Oh, that's right. So, yeah. All right. That's the first one. Price is right. Do you remember that show, Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? I do. Yeah, I do. I watched a few episodes of that. I, I and really did you feel couldn't stupid? answer many of those questions. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. Did you feel dumb? Because I sure do. Yeah, that's right. And I'm like, some of those I, were tough. I am not smarter than a fifth grader. What is, <laughs> what is going on here? It's interesting how our brains work, right? Because we, yeah, we watch those kind is. of shows and you know, if you're in school and, and year to year you're growing, you're expanding on that knowledge that as we go through school, it's kind of right there. But as we, mm-hmm. you know, you're watching it as a as a 50 year old and you're it like, fades away. <laughs> yeah, it really does because does. some of the stuff is no longer in practice. Some of the just stuff don't use it. Yeah. yeah, it's just yeah. You're or you're That's trying right. to think about you know what you're doing for your your kids need money at college or you know like <laughs> life just kind of starts to happen or whatever. That's the case right. Is. And you feel kind of dumb watching that show, but it is fun and and, uh, and yeah. the kids are usually pretty cute. Yeah. So, but anyway, here's my point on. On this. I have always liked the idea that if your financial strategy or plan is so hard or so complex that you can't explain it to, let's say, a fifth grader, yeah. then either A, you don't know it well enough yourself, right. or it's just too complicated, period. That's right. Oh, man. And that's that's a huge deal. And and people need to understand their plan. They need to be able to explain it to a fifth grader, you know, or whatever. Just, I mean, the, the point is, it needs to be easily understood because you can't follow it if you can't understand it. You right. don't know you what to do. You can't implement it, right? I mean, that's right. And and really, it comes to that with investing also. Now, you don't have to know all the ins and outs of your portfolio, but understand why you're doing what you're doing. You know, I mean, understand why you need small stocks and why you need value stocks and those things. And that helps you stay disciplined. It helps you have peace of mind. Same thing with your uh, with your retirement plan. If you understand why you're doing something, it helps you stay disciplined and helps you stay on track. So you should be able to explain it to a fifth grader. Yeah, I, I think that was a fun analogy. I really liked yeah, that one. Yeah, and it, no, it was a pretty right. pretty fun show. And, and yeah, I, I don't know who's yeah. still if it's still on or who's hosting it, but Jeff Fox already did a pretty good job on that. Oh, show. he was hilarious all the time. Anyway, so. yeah. yeah. Uh, and of course, you got to say, you know, the thing about some of these uh, game shows is these these classics definitely had you know great hosts. Who wants to be a millionaire? Like Regis, just mm. Regis killed that. Yeah. Right, he was just yes. hilarious on there. That show was awesome. And, I, and I always I thought it. they should call it "Who Doesn't Want to Be a Millionaire." Yeah. Right? Because <laughs> we all right. want to be one. That's right. <laughs> That's but right. You, you can see where I'm going with this because we yeah. use that as that number. It's got that sexy, round, cool, I am a millionaire. I get it. But there's like two camps, Nathan. You've got yeah. the, um, I got to work till I get, I got to save till I get to the million so I can retire. And then you have the other camp that says, well, why? I mean, a million isn't what it used to be. You probably can't even survive on a million, you know, in retirement nowadays. <laughs> That's right. So yeah. how do you know if it's a million's the right number anyway? Yeah, there's no way you can know that. I mean, there's, you know, people just think about that number and they get excited about it and think, oh, I'm a millionaire at this point. But, um, you know, I mean, yes, it's it's good, but it may not be good enough or it may be too good. I mean, you may have missed out on a lot of other opportunities that you could have done some fun stuff because you're trying to save to get to that million dollars or 
you may need two or three million dollars, mm-hmm. you know, depending on what you have. And so, I mean, there's all kinds of things that that go into play with this. And you you really cannot know what your savings uh, amount that is needed is until you do a retirement plan. There's no way you can know that that goal that you're shooting for until you re- do a retirement plan. So you may have a pension, you may have all kinds of different things out there that really help you to not need that. You True. may have rental yeah. properties. Right. Um, all of these things provide income that don't have to be in some nest egg over here that's, you know, that's at a million dollars or whatever. Yeah, I mean, so, if it's yeah. all about the income, Nathan, right? And let's just say in hypothetical land, you've got uh, Social Security, you you maybe have a pension uh, and uh, maybe just like a one rental property or something. And it's, yeah. it's taking those three things alone are covering your income needs maybe even let's say by you know 15 or 20% more than you actually need yeah. uh, you know going into retirement well you're already like in pretty darn good shape before you even touch one of those investment accounts or one of those <laughs> retirement right. accounts right yeah, so right. if you're still working just to get and let's say you're at 7 you know 7 or 800,000 and you're like well I'm just going to keep pushing until I get to the million again run the plan to find out because you may not need to that, that could be another 2 years and maybe that's 2 that's years right. of, of fun and goofing off and and just enjoying yourself yeah, or that's true to your point a minute ago maybe you're like oh wait we did these numbers and even with all this stuff you really need to be at more like 1.5 so you got to keep going yeah so. that's right i mean i'm i see now a lot of times people that are you know young married couple making 120 150,000 a year mm-hmm. something like that right. uh, they're going to need two and a half million dollars to do that same type of income in there because nobody has a pension anymore yeah you know sure. i mean especially at that age and yeah. so um, you know, they may need two million, two and a half million to to do the things that they need. Sometimes I see that, and sometimes I see you know the person that saved a million dollars and they don't spend anything in retirement. So I'm like, you know, there's so many things you could have done with this, yep. and and you know, you still do it. I guess it's there, so it's good to have that to fall back on. I guess, but. Don't necessarily just think you've got to have a million dollars for your retirement. You may need more. You may need less. Exactly. And I would do a Regis impersonation if I could, but I can't, so I won't. <laughs> no, that's uh, impossible. It's, yeah, Regis was a pretty cool, pretty cool guy. All yeah. right, my, my favorite one, you mentioned yours was kind of the price is right. My favorite one was uh, Family Feud. No. Oh. Uh, I've always liked Family Feud. Steve oh, Harvey, Steve Harvey does a is great amazing. Job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, I even like the I like their old school original as well with Richard Dawson back in yeah. the seventies yeah. and in the early eighties. But uh, as definitely Steve Harvey does a great job with the show, and it's obviously He's so funny with it anyway. He very yeah. is, yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. been around a long time for a good reason. Now, where I'm going with this on this one is that really if you if you don't have a good strategy in place for the estate side. We talked on the prior podcast that oh, that's yeah. another piece of something that you do as well is helping people with parts of the estate planning process. Often if you don't have this laid out and you if you really haven't, you know, conveyed the things that you want to get done, you could end up with a family feud, right? Yeah, that's true. And and surprisingly that happens a lot more than people think. I mean, it's, <laughs> a lot it is more. Yes, it is. It's a lot more because for some reason, we don't think we're going to die. Well, or <laughs> that, or my kids would never do that. You know, <laughs> that's sorry, right. I hate to break it to you. Money oh, changes right. everything about everybody. That's right. Yeah. It does. It does. And so it's important, you know, not not to wait until you're 60 or 70 or 80 years mm-hmm. old to do this stuff. You don't, you're not promised to live that long. So, you know, take care of this in your 30s or 40s and, and set up these estate plans like you want because, um, there's a lot of things that can happen, a lot of things that can really cause devastation. 
or just a lot of uncertainty in mm-hmm. yeah. in life with that. So having these things in place can really take care of that. So making sure that, you know, you've got that will and trust and all these things, are, that's perfect. You know, there's so many things that, that um, you can work toward and just put in writing to make it transfer to your family or to make, th- make sure that your family's taken care of even with these legal documents. It's yeah, just and great. It, and it's yeah. not even just passing, right? I mean, like, what if, you know, still while no, you're alive, yeah, there could right. be some situation that comes up. It could Health be a long-term care, care event. Yeah. Yeah, that's and, right. And, you know, who are you assigning that responsibility to? Do you have the powers of attorney, the medical powers of attorney? Right. Um, you know, if you've got multiple kids or an odd number of kids, right, think about the feuds that can come up that way because if you're <laughs> if you're not getting it structured out, uh, you, you know, you want to dot, you know, divvy up the money. If, can't or, split a house down. Can't split you know, a house or, or, in three or ways equally and, or whatever. Yeah, right. there's no way to do that. Yeah. So, so lots of um, different variables there. Even like I said, even being alive, like you know, maybe you decide, hey, I feel like this one's my most responsible, so I'm going to name <laughs> them right. in charge of stuff. Well, then the other yeah. two get all bit out of shape. Right? <laughs> Sometimes that's right. So you yeah. have to, you know, again, one of the things you got to do is you have to communicate with your with your own Absolutely. family. That's what I tell people is when you're doing this. You know, let's bring them in. Let's have the conversation around the conference table. Let's say this is the plan. This is what they're trying to accomplish. This is what we want you guys to know is going on. And and so that really makes things work easier. The problem is is that a lot of people don't do that. You know, they just they just leave it in the will. Mm-hmm. They don't want yeah. the. You know, maybe the. One child has been just a problem, you know, uh, with whatever, and they feel like they've given them a lot of their inheritance, so they're not leaving them as much. Well, that needs to be, you know, told to everyone because, yeah, I mean, if you end up reducing that uh, inheritance for that one, maybe, um, then it— you know, it just causes frustration with everybody and anxiety with others. And as it's well. still going to so, cause the frustration when someone is. gets, you know, lowered or cut out or whatever. That's but right. if yep, it's been right. established ahead of time and it's being done, because what, what happens is we all see the movies, right? And the movies love to do the the, uh, <laughs> the reading of the will. And inevitably someone like, it you all know, goes to, yeah, yeah, the one the one person who, <laughs> you know, wasn't expecting it gets it because they're a good soul. And the right. person who's kind of a yeah. jerk doesn't and they get all bummed out, <laughs> That's right. uh, you know, and so the movies kind of do this kind of general thing but the reality that happens in real life too in real life Uh, you you were bringing that up and i thought about my wife's grandfather who he kept a ledger of everything that he he was an accountant so it makes sense but he kept a ledger of everything he did for his four children okay and and so when it came time for his will and his his you know for his passing and stuff basically they read it out and he said look you're not going to get as much to your point, right? Because I did all this additional education for right. child number three. Which that, is fair. Which child number one, two, and four didn't get. So they're right. going to get more actual money because you right. got more help over the course of your life. That's right. That's and right. you might be, you might experience that or you might want to do that. Now, granted, that kid's going to be bummed out. Or not a kid at that point. They're a grown adult. But still, they're <laughs> going to be right. bummed out. But at the same time, at least it's been talked about, it's been shared, and it's all out in the open long before you pass. And hopefully that keeps the family feud at bay, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's the point, is trying to get all this stuff accomplished ahead of time, let everybody know what's going on with it, and right. then make sure that you know it's set up to where a lot of arguments can't happen. Right. You know? yeah. Or at I mean, least reduced. Really what, yeah. Or reduced as much as possible. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's good. And, unless you're just an ornery cuss and you're like, I'm going <laughs> to let everyone just fight it out once I'm gone. Cause I won't be here. 
Uh, Which that happens a lot too. You know, as a, the dad syndrome kicks in a little bit there. You can see yeah. a lot of dads going, that'd be fun, you know. But at the same time, you don't want to destroy families over it. So no, that's right. Definitely that's worth right. having it, getting it done. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this fun, simple little analogy to some uh, some classic game shows. Uh, don't turn your retirement into a game show. Don't be guessing at things like the price is right. Don't, you know, try to outsmart yourself by having some crazy complicated plan that you can't understand. Uh, you know, don't get fixated on a million dollars if you know six hundred thousand would do, or two million is what you actually need. Whatever the case is, and certainly lock down some of those uh, arguments to prevent a family feud. And again, hopefully you guys enjoyed all that good stuff. If you got questions, as always, reach out to Nathan. Hit him up at the website thefinancialanswer.com. That's thefinancialanswer.com. A lot of good tools, tips, resources. You can check out past episodes. You can subscribe for future episodes on whatever podcasting platform you like to use. We're on all the biggies: Apple, Google, Spotify and so on. My friend, thanks for hanging out with me. I appreciate it. Hope Mm, you have a great week. Thank you. Yeah, same to you. And we'll catch you next time right here on The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien from O'Brien and Associates. O'Brien & Associates is a registered advisory firm in Tennessee. This show is intended for information and educational purposes only. Consult with a qualified advisor before taking any action.